and welcome to the Cultivating Abundant Life podcast. I'm Kate Palmer, and I am passionate about helping women cultivate better lives physically, mentally, and emotionally. In the last few episodes, we talked about identifying emotions and using the aroma freedom technique to release emotions, to allow us to reach our goals and intentions. In episode four, we talked about what emotions are, how they affect our bodies and how essential oils can physically help us release those emotions. I highly recommend you go back and listen to those episodes to catch up. This week, we're taking a little bit of a turn away from emotions and into something that's very practical and very relevant to us here in the Pacific Northwest right now. And that's what do you do when the air quality outside is not the best? Before we get started, I want to talk about an oil I've been especially thankful for this week. A few days ago, I was using a, uh, you know, those like Theraguns where it pounds really hard and releases your muscles and stuff. And I was working on different areas of my body and all of a sudden there was more pain than what you normally feel with a sore muscle. And I checked and there was an ingrown hair and I don't know how I missed it, but the thing was the size of a silver dollar and it was hot and red. And I'm, I'm guessing it was an ingrown hair. Maybe it was a bite of some sort. I'm not sure, but it, it was really sore. So it felt like an ingrown hair. And so I started using tea tree oil on it just I don't know, three or four times a day. Every time I remembered, I would put tea tree oil on it. By the next morning, it was about half the size. It was drastically better and it was not near as sore. And that was on, let's see, Sunday or Monday. And today is Thursday and it's almost completely gone. So I am very, very thankful for tea tree oil (laughs) this week because that was not a pleasant sensation. So here in Southern Oregon, we're dealing with some smoke from wildfires in our area. So we have our apps that we check our air quality and kind of determine how much, if any, time we spend outside because I know that breathing poor quality air can really have long lasting effects on our lungs. It can worsen chronic heart problems and it can possibly even affect your brain and fertility. So this is based on a blog I actually wrote about a year ago and I just kind of reposted it again and thought, this is such good information when we're having to check our air quality apps every you know few hours to see if we can go outside. So we know we're trying to stay inside and breathe healthy air, quote unquote, healthy air. We know that often the air inside our homes is 10 times as polluted as the air outside our home. So what can we do to mitigate this? After the Almeda fire here in the Ashland and Talent and Phoenix area of our our city area, uh, I really started looking into, gosh, what kind of effects can intense wildfire smoke have on you long-term. And it was pretty scary. Um, not gonna lie. And with wildfires seeming to be increasing, I was wondering how can we really mitigate and help support our bodies as they're dealing with this extra stress. So here are seven things you can do to help support your body when there's bad air quality outside. The first might seem a little obvious, but run a HEPA air purifier or two if you have a big home, and make sure your home air filters are no more than three months old. If you live where it's been smoky for a long time, really consider changing it more frequently. In 2020, during that Almeda fire, all the air purifiers were out of stock, so people were using box fans with a home air filter duct taped to the front of it. People I know who did this said they could see the dust and particles building up on the filter as proof it was working. So even though that's kind of a janky make it yourself, it's still way better to have something filtering your air inside your home than nothing at all. 
We use an air filter. I think the brand is Colzer. And what I like about ours is it tells you the number and it shows different colors for how bad or good the air is. And so it really works because when we're cooking something and it gets smoky, it kicks on into high gear and shows that it's in red. Because even cooking things in your house can release particles that are not healthy for you to breathe. So we run that all the time. We, you know, change out the filters. And I've learned too, if you live in an area where there are wildfires a lot of the time, always keep a backup or two of air filters because when that smoke hits, it's when everyone buys it. And I know two years ago, we went to go buy new filters for our air filter and they were out of stock. So we had to buy a completely new air filter just to be able to use something in our home. So we now have a few different air filters we use and we always have backup filters on hand. That might seem obvious, but it still is worth mentioning. Number two, use your diffuser. This following is a quote from an article called Aromatherapy, The Essential Beginning by D. Gary Young. It has been said that when essential oils are diffused in the home, they have the ability to increase the atmospheric oxygen. They do this by releasing oxygenating molecules into the atmosphere. Oils increase ozone and negative ions in the home. Essential oils have the electrical magnetic attraction to fracture the molecular chain of chemicals and take them out of the air. This process renders them non-toxic to the body. Scientists in the European countries have found that essential oils will bond to metallics and chemicals and carry them out of the body. They do this by working as a natural chelator, inhibiting these toxic substances and staying in the tissues. These are all wonderful attributes of essential oils. Essential oils remove dust particles out of the air and when diffused in the home can be the greatest air filtration system in the world. How cool is that? If you have not yet ditched synthetic fragrance warming trays and hot pots and plugins and, and synthetic fragrant candles that have lead in their wicks and all sorts of things, please let this serve as the, you know, the impetus to propel you to move on and find a different way to make your house smell just as incredible without overburdening your endocrine system. What you breathe in plays a really critical role in your overall well-being, both emotional and physical well-being. And we know the air quality inside our home has been found to be more toxic than the air outside your home. So what do you look for when you are ditching synthetic stuff? Look for candles with fragrance. And if you do use candles, use beeswax, which actually helps clean your air and purify that in a way that a paraffin candle cannot. Uh, ditch the wax pods with the fragrance, the room sprays with fragrance, anything with fragrance for that matter. Ditch the room sprays with phenoxyethanol, anything with phenoxyethanol for that matter. And ditch room sprays with isopropyl alcohol and anything, you guessed it, with isopropyl alcohol. Just get rid of it. Your body doesn't need it. Your kids don't need it. Your pets don't need it. There are other ways to make your home smell delicious and yummy and that are beneficial to you as well. So get that diffuser. And by the way, Young Living just lowered the price of two of its diffusers. Uh, I'm trying to remember. I should have looked it up. The Haven diffuser and the Ember. That's it. The Ember diffuser. So they went from, I think, $54 down to $31 for a diffuser. And their diffusers have a one-year guarantee. We have a diffuser in every room of our house. We actually just got another uh, Feather the Owl diffuser because my eight-year-old diffuser finally bit the dust. So we replaced that with a little cute owl diffuser and every room now has a diffuser. So what can you do to really support yourself during that, you know, bad air quality days? Throw in some Raven, RC. 
any type of eucalyptus, lavender, ravensara, or pine in there. Throw in some breathe again. That's another great one. And you can get it in a bottle as well as a roll-on. Myrtle and Roman chamomile are other great oils to diffuse and they smell really yummy, especially combined, especially those with lavender. So inhaling all these oil molecules deep into your lungs can really provide a lot of support. We also like to rub Breathe Again or RC or Raven on our upper chest and on our upper backs or on the Vitaflex points for our lungs, which is on the soles of our feet. Also, did you know this month, September 2022, you can get RC, Thieves, Breathe Again and Sniffleys for free with a qualifying purchase? Drop me a line if you want to know how to get hooked up with that. I do recommend if you are diffusing a bunch of oils to turn your air purifier off while diffusing that because you don't really want all those amazing molecules of oils to get just trapped in your air filter, right? <laughs> Number three, take a detox bath. So regardless of wildfire smoke, our bodies are constantly accumulating toxins from our environment, products, food, water. Regular detox baths can help your body out. I follow a detox bath recipe from a friend who is trained in lymphatic detox release. This is her recipe. Grab a pencil if you want to jot it down. Four cups of Epsom salts, four cups of baking soda, and four cups of hydrogen peroxide. I add a few drops of lavender, cypress, or eucalyptus to the Epsom salts before stirring them into the water. Soak for 20 to 30 minutes and make sure you drink a lot of water. So why these ingredients? Well, Epsom salts are rich in magnesium and sulfate, which are easily absorbed through the skin and aid in detoxification. It acts as a broad spectrum cleanser, clearing lymphatic congestion, removing some heavy metals, and helping remove residual radiation and chemical exposures. Of course, it's a smooth muscle relaxant and it can help with muscle strains and pain. Epsom salts help replenish the body's magnesium levels, which combats hypertension. It also induces sweating. They create a dense bathwater and osmotic pressure pulls toxic laden fluids out of your body. Baking soda. It's a drawing agent that's known for its cleansing abilities, and it even has antifungal properties. It helps neutralize chemicals like chlorine and increases mineral absorption. It's also naturally alkaline, which aids in removing toxins. All disease needs an acidic environment to live. So when you can go alkaline, that's a good idea. Hydrogen peroxide. Of all the ways to oxygenate the body, this is the easiest and the cheapest. By cleansing and purifying our skin, our bodies are more equipped to better eliminate toxins. Peroxide can help destroy toxins, organisms, and even pulls out the residue left by soaps and other toxic body products. It's also antibacterial and antiviral. If you're taking a bath and you start to feel a little lightheaded, it's time to get out and rinse off with a lukewarm or cool shower. Number four, drink your water. <laughs> I mean, this seems like a no brainer, but our body needs water to continually flush stuff out of our systems and obviously to stay hydrated. You can really boost the impact by adding some lemon vitality to your water. This citrus oil or any other citrus vitality oil is great to support your lymphatic system, which clears away toxins and waste and is a part of your immune system. Lemon vitality also happens to be great for your pulmonary system. That's a bonus. Number five pulmonary rehabilitation. This sounds really fancy, but basically it's exercise. A quick search or looking on YouTube will yield you lots of articles and videos for specifics on this, but exercise, both aerobic and anaerobic aid in conditioning your diaphragm and making your lungs more efficient. 
I know I started running again regularly back in January and I felt like I could not breathe. I couldn't even go a mile without walking and I felt like I could not catch my breath. And it's been really fascinating to me over months how much more capacity my body has to get oxygen in. It's like what used to wind me is not even a problem at all. So you can train your body to be more efficient. So this seems like common sense, but exercise in clean air, not where it's smoky. I'm not going to go do a run when the uh, you know particles outside are in the, the red zone here. Number six, herbal teas can also offer support. Some herbal teas that can help support your lungs are slippery elm, marshmallow root, licorice root, peppermint, or lobelia. Chamomile also makes a soothing tea to drink and a great eye wash for irritated eyes. Mushrooms like turkey tail and ashwagandha are also great for supporting your immune system. Number seven, take care of your liver. Those particles that you inhale and are small enough to pass through your lungs and into your bloodstream will be filtered by your liver. So eating fresh whole foods, particularly those that are not inflammatory, provides your body with the tools it needs to eliminate toxins and regenerate itself. Foods like garlic, onions, and broccoli help increase enzyme activity. Refined sugars can lower it. Essential oils that can help support the liver are Juvaflex Vitality, Juva Cleanse Vitality, GLF, which stands for gallbladder liver function, vitality, of course, orange vitality, ledum vitality, celery seed vitality, lemon vitality, carrot seed vitality, cardamom vitality, and citrus fresh vitality. Obviously, we've gone over this before, but the difference between a regular bottle of lemon and a vitality bottle of lemon, the color of the label. That's it. That is the only difference. And thanks to the FDA, we just have to specify that. <laughs> so all those oils are great for supporting your liver. They can be taken in a vegetable capsule, or they can be drank in water if you like the taste of lemon or orange or ones like those. Personally, I love lemon in my water, or you can even put it in hot water to make a tea. Supplements that are fantastic at supporting a healthy liver are Juva Tone tablets, Juva Power, Longevity Self Gels, and Sulfurzyme. So these are some foundational ways to help support your body on any day but especially during prolonged exposure to wildfire smoke. Your body is constantly regenerating itself, so it's important to provide it with the best building blocks to do so. I hope this was helpful to you, and I hope you have clear skies wherever you are right now, or at least soon in the future. Also, starting today, September 1st, we are doing a live group challenge that is called 28 to Elevate. It is about your mind-body transformation, and you can do this anytime. If you go to my website, cultivatingabundantlife.com, you can click on 28 to Elevate and just start it whenever you want. It's free. It's open to everyone. You can download the workbook and all the recipes and everything right there. But if you like a little accountability, join the live group that starts today. Even if you're a few days late, you can catch up. And I'll be doing live Zoom calls every Thursday at 7, where you can ask all your questions and you can get a little bit more personal one-on-one -on -one information and things like that. There's classes online and you can even download the Attract Well app to get access to this vault with all the classes and all the information that you need for this challenge. And of course, I'm always here to answer your questions. 
Thanks for taking time out of your busy life to learn and grow with me. I feel honored to serve you in this way, and I hope you grab an oil right now and take some deep inhales. If you're new to oils and you don't really know how to use them, go to cultivatingabundantlife.com and click on essential oils to get the free essential oils 101 class. Or if you're ready to get started, you can click that place an order button at the top. You can also do me a solid and click that subscribe button and give me a rating if you feel so inclined. Until next time, continue cultivating your abundant life. Bye.